This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour is a paid program. Opinions expressed on the show are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. Neil, the boys are back. Let's talk sports. Welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. I'm Walter Rigabon. I'm in the hot seat this morning, and with me as usual, my co-host, Naz Marchese. Another great week in sports, Kings and Rangers, fantastic Stanley Cup final so far. Another fantastic week for the Jays. Not a great result yesterday, but we'll talk about that. This week, the spectacle that is the World Cup starts this Thursday, Brazil-Croatia, Thursday afternoon. As usual, we have Sean Clement in our Golf Wisdom segment. He's going to be talking about golf drills. And we have a special guest, Quentin Lutz, today. He's a director of Golf Magazine, a raider for Golf Digest, U.S. Open Golf Tournament next Sunday. We're going to be talking about Pinehurst. Naz, NHL Finals. Good morning, Wally. How Good are morning, you today? Good morning, I'm great. Yourself? Good, good. Let's hey. talk about let's talk a little bit of hockey before we before we turn it over to baseball. Yeah, what a series. LA, uh an incredible team. They could go down two goals in two games and come back and win in overtime. One in uh in, in the first overtime and one in double overtime. That team is an amazing team, the Kings. They seem to be able to play both uh high scoring games and low scoring games. Yeah, incredible incredible team so far. Interesting uh Interesting stat, but I do want to remind our listeners, this is a call-in show. Please give us a call, 416-740-0740-1866-740-4740. Check us out on our website, nazandwally.ca. We'll be, uh, we'll be debuting a trivia contest with a, with a Pizzaville gift certificate shortly, so we hope, uh, hope you call in. There'll be a special prize today for, for listeners who call in. Interesting stat about the L.A. Kings. Last three games, they've won all three in overtime. They haven't been ahead in any of those games during regulation time. The only time they've been ahead is the last goal of the game that they've scored and they've won the game. I, I find that just incredible. It's, it's incredible. They, they go down the first series to San Jose three games to, to nothing, and they get blown out the first two games. I think they scored seven goals on them in the first two games, San Jose. And they come roaring back and win that series. They win a seven-game series against Chicago, the last series. They were just, I'm flabbergasted on this team. This team is an amazing hockey club. And I think they're going to win the series probably in about five games. Five games. I'm calling them in five as well. Uh, with the Kings, is it, um, is it goaltending? Is it coaching? Um, character? Uh, we've talked about Drew Doughty, and I and I during the Olympics during the Olympic uh, session in, uh, over in Russia, I posted that I thought Drew Doughty was the 
best defenseman in the world, uh, the best player over at the Olympics. I'm on record as saying that. I, I'm I'm prepared to go as far as saying he's the best player in the world. Um, just an incredible defenseman, uh, incredible hockey sense, incredible skater. Uh, if he's not the best hockey player in the world, he's certainly top three with with Crosby and Tapes. Oh, in, in, in my in my estimation, I'd rate him ahead of uh, those guys. Good, uh, great defensemen are hard to find, and this guy is tough too. Like he handles the body really well, so he does everything real well. He played close to forty-two minutes last night. Just imagine. 42 minutes he played in last night's game in the double overtime game. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful hockey player. Once again, it's our call-in show, 416-740-0740-1866-740-4740. Give us a call. You want to talk hockey, you want to talk Blue Jays, World Cup soccer, uh, Triple Crown failed bid, um, please give us a call. Only thing missing from the from the Stanley Cup Finals um, is I love Bob Cole as an announcer, and he just he he would have done an incredible job with the last two games in overtime. Um, I'm I'm not a big Jim Houston fan. Um, I think he's a good announcer. Yeah, he's a good. He's, announcer. he's a very good announcer, technically proficient. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the cadence and the way Bob Cole describes a hockey game that just makes it so exciting. And um, certainly missed in the Stanley Cup Finals for a while now. But I, I heard some good news this week. Yeah, Apparently, he's back. He's, he's back next year. Yeah, he's back. He's and, back with Rogers. That's uh, that's good news for sure. And uh, eighty-one years old, and he can still call a game with the best of them, man. Eh? Yeah, and we we have a blog piece on the uh, nazanwally.ca. Uh, uh, go check it out. We we posted who we felt were the top. 10 hockey announcers of all time, and I believe we have we got Bob Cole on there as number four, number five. I, I make think we're fourth or four. He's or fourth, five, yeah. Foster Hewitt, number one, and Danny Galvin, my personal all time favorite. Um, I, I, I think Bob Cole, maybe we've got to move him up a bit. I think yeah, I, I would put him up at number three. Yeah, he, he's, he's that good. Yeah, he is that good. Very exciting broadcast. You know what? He, he gets a few names mixed up at times, but he is a tremendous, tremendous play by play guy. So is this... And a good curler, too, from what I understand. <laughs> so uh, just to finish, wrap it up with hockey, we're probably going to have a Stanley Cup champion this week. And both you and I are picking the, uh, the Kings uh, to, to finish off the Rangers. Do you see any scenario at all where the Rangers can get back into the series? Well, they could have won both games. The Rangers were in overtime. I mean, when it gets into overtime, either team can score the, the goal to win it, right? So the, the Rangers have uh, they, they've played well. And their speed, the Rangers have a really f- uh, quick hockey club. You know what? If they get the, the third one, you never know. They might come back. But Rick Nash I, has I, been a big disappointment. Yeah, he's a uh, big guy, can skate like the wind, can shoot. Has all the skills, but doesn't all accomplish skills. anything. Doesn't seem seems a little bit out of sync out there. You know, after the playoffs, you always find out about the 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 ones that have injury problems. Maybe he's got some uh, un, unreported injury of some kind, some lower body or upper body or whatever, uh, whatever. But he just for the amount of talent that this that Rick Nash has, I'm I'm a little bit shocked. We're not seeing more of it out there. Now let's look at the reverse and look at the LA Kings and look at Marion Gabrick. 
he's been a stiff for the last few years, and all of a sudden he goes to L.A. and becomes a star. Like, he had the second most ice time of any forward on the Kings behind Kopitar. Let me guess. It's it, it, it's not a contract year, is it? Oh, yeah, it's a contract year. <laughs> that, that usually... Uh, Usually explains uh, rapid uh, increases in performance at times. I mean, Gabrick's always been an extremely talented player, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just put them, put these guys in the right circumstances, with the right players, with the right coach, and you know the, they can they can get that talent out. Anyways, we want to introduce something new this week: the Pizzaville trivia contest of the week. So, Naz, I'll turn that over to you and let our listeners know what's uh, what's up for grabs. Here is the trivia question for this week. This is a real toughie, guys and girls. Who won the World Cup in the year 2006? The World Cup of Soccer in the year 2006. Call 416-740-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. We'll take all the correct people that answer the trivia question correctly and have a draw near the end of the show. So once again, it's a it's a draw for a $50 Pizzaville coupon. Um, who won the World Cup in 2006? I think I got an idea. Uh, colors are blue, weren't they? Yeah, it okay. wasn't England either. It wasn't England. And we'll talk about England and Italy in, in a little bit. And uh, please give us a call, 416-740-0740, one 740 Eight seven four zero. Just before we go to break, uh, Blue Jays. It's time to uh, pay some serious attention to the Jays because um, they are doing extremely, extremely well. And I'm noticing there's a lot of water cooler talk. There's a buzz about the Jays. Um, haven't seen this in a long, long time, and that's it's fabulous for the city. Uh, an exciting team, and. Um, didn't have a great performance yesterday, but still their record is now 38-25. and 25. They haven't been doing this well in a long, long time, Ness. Yeah, they're really good. They have an offen- they Offensively, they're tremendous, and I really like their bullpen. I like their starting pitching. There's not very many weaknesses on this team. And they're playing with some uh, – they're playing aggressive baseball. You know, we were talking about the batting coach, Kevin Seitzer. He has done a tremendous job with that, that lineup. I'm finding they're not striking out as much, a lot more contact. And uh, the Jays the Jays are going to win the AL East. I'm going to say that for sure. They're going to win the AL East. Who's their big opposition? I think it's Baltimore. Everybody says Boston. Boston's not going to be there. Baltimore has the offense to compete with the Jays. I don't think they have the pitching, but they do have the offense. Anyways, we'll be uh, right back after the break. Once again, give us a call and stake your claim for the Pizzaville $50 coupon. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when my wife accused me of having an affair. How could I tell her that I was hopelessly in love with extra thin crust pizza from Pizzaville? I didn't ask for this to happen. It was so thin, so delicate, so delicious. I can't bear to share it with my wife. She wants me to see a counsellor, but... I don't want to share it with him either. Call Pizzaville for an extra thin crust pizza at 736-3636. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them every day. They've earned their trust. 
They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge, the best. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. The only thing I love more than sports is sports radio. Take it away, boys. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Just before we went to break, we were talking about the Jays. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Jays. We'll uh, get to the World Cup shortly. Once again, give us a call, 416-740-0740-1866-740-4740. Give us a call. The Pizzaville Trivia Question of the Week. Who won the World Cup 2006? Give us a call. Stake your claim for that uh, Pizzaville coupon. It's well worth it, believe me. Jays yesterday had a little bit of an unfortunate result. They ran into some hot pitching with the St. Louis Cardinals, but um, over 43,000 people down at the game. I watched a bit of the game, and I love there's something about St. Louis Cardinal uniforms that I just they're just they're such a classic uniform. That little red cardinal with that dash of yellow it reminds it's almost like watching the original six of baseball when you watch the St. Louis Cardinals. So having them come into town was certainly a treat. Hopefully we get a better result today. Um, it's a sellout today. It's a yeah, sellout, sellout today. already. You know, yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. When I think of the St. Louis Cardinals, I think of the great 60s teams they had. Bob Gibson, Steve Carlton, Lou Brock. You know, certainly when I, when I see those uniforms, it brings back a lot of, a lot of great memories. They've been a very competitive team for a long time, the Cardinals, and I think they'll, they'll be there again this year. Anyways, the Jays are coming into the middle of June, so we're, they're into the home stretch to the All-Star break. And I think it would be unrealistic to think that they're going to continue uh, on a hot streak the the way they've been going. I mean, certainly, you know, I would I would sense that the bats will cool down at some point in time. I can't obviously Encarnacion can't keep hitting home runs at the pace that he hit them in May. Uh, but now it's now it's time when the you know when the pitching when the pitching takes over. And um, well, you got to be impressed with the kids, Hutchison. 
and and uh, Stroman have been terrific. That kid, that kid has great stuff. Both of them do. Hutchinson reminds me a bit of Dave Steeb in his competitiveness. He's very, very competitive on the mound. I love that in a pitcher. I really do. And Burley so far has been uh, has been the workhorse, the ace. Uh, he's having a Cy Young season. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure how expected that was. He's been a very good pitcher in the past, but. Uh, um, certainly, he's 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 been dominant. He had a he had a great performance again again yeah, yesterday. He gave up just, one run. <laughs> he won one, but he ran into uh, 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 a, a great performance from the Cardinal pitcher. And uh, uh, but other than that, he's he's been awesome so far this year. I like the makeup of this Jays team. They uh, like I said before, they're going to win the AL East, and they might have a shot at getting into the World Series too. Because I mean, Oakland's going to win their division. It looks like they there there's a team, the Oakland A's. Wally, they seem to spend no money, and they're always first. How does that happen? Is that what they call that? Billy Bean Billy, Baseball or whatever, whatever Billy it was? Ball or... Billy Ball. Money. But, um, it's called sharp management. That's yeah, what they're... it's called. People have an eye for talent and paying value. And um, so that's what you get. You get good good management, and that's the results that you get. What, what impressed me about the Jays this week is they went into Detroit. Yeah, and Detroit is a very good baseball team. Yeah, and they swept them. That was they that. did sweep them, but Detroit, after seeing them, they've got a, they've got issues there. I'm not sure the manager is. Uh, they lost Leland. Leland retired, right? The old guy was. A, <laughs> you have to. He smoked five packs of cigarettes a day, but that guy could manage. And I'm not. I don't think Detroit will win their division. I think uh, Chicago or one of those teams that are gonna. Snap up that uh, first place. I, th- I think the Tigers won't be as good as they were in the past. The mantra in baseball is you never have enough pitching. Yeah. Do the Jays have enough pitching? They better not um, give away their young guys to get another pitcher. The, the two young guys they have in the, in the rotation now are good. They don't need to change them at all. And I just worry sometimes when they start tinkering with uh, things that it doesn't get worse instead of better. I think their pitching is fine. A couple of – I think they need another arm down the stretch, and there's been some – some pitchers that I mentioned are going to are going to be into the market. And, um, you know, if the Jays are looking at doing a deal for an arm, why not do it now? And the guy they – Talking about guys like David Price in Tampa Bay – James Shields in Kansas City and that guy with the Cubs. Um, start Samarja. Yeah. Yeah. The guy with the Cubs um, may be available. As and they as, should go after one of these guys. As long as they don't give up a pitcher to get them, a young pitcher. A prospect. The, yeah. Well, you got to, yeah. you know, usually that's how these deals are made. Yeah, you you have sure. to give up a prospect to, to get, to get, but, if, you know, if you're in the thick of it, you know, there's, there's no tomorrow. You know, you, you got a competitive team. You got to go for it. The question is, are they competitive enough to win already? I think they are. Um, adding an arm it would be nice, but don't give up the farm to get it. Well, that will be interesting to see what, uh, how, how that shapes up. Um, we've got uh, six weeks to the All-Star break, and then the fun starts after that when things really, really get tough on the pitching staff. And we talked about how this Jays team compares to the, the great Jays teams of the of the 90s certainly they're so far this year they're batting um you know uh, seems to be doing well and we should give a lot of credit 
I would think, to the batting coach. Yeah, Seitzer has done a great job with him. And you see, you look at him, he's talking to all the guys before they go up to the plate, after they, they've hit. He's high-fiving them. I like that guy as a batting coach. I think he's turned things around for that team because they always had the hitting talent. And pitching-wise, I think the big difference between this team um, and the um, and the early '90s team, they don't have they don't have a a Henke Ward combination. I always thought that that was the key the key to those Jays teams uh, in the early '90s. Certainly, the first team that won won the World Series when it was when it was Ward setting up Henke. Well, they have and the Henke part in Jansen for sure. You oh they, yeah, Jansen's you a great, got him at, at, at Henke oh, yeah. caliber. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got. He's well. Certainly, he's to, things turned around. Demeanor. Things turned around when Jansen came back. That that seems to be the the Bernier moment of this season. When you know the one critical uh, change in lineup. You know, unfortunately for the Leafs, it went the other way. For the Blue Jays, it came this way. Um, Jays, I agree. The Jays have been a totally different team since Jansen came back. But do they have the setup men? They don't have that yet. They're, it's uh, it's a committee of guys. Gibbons is rotating these guys in pretty good. Lefties against lefties, righties against righties. You know they have Dalabar who's been off and on. And uh, what, what, part of, you, you mentioned Gibbons, and yeah. um, I'd like you to finish that thought as well because you know you and I have been both yeah, been fairly really vocal critics of, of Gibbons, but uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. He seems to be doing a, 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 a good job of. Uh, of handling uh, handling his talent this year and making and making moves at the right times. Yeah, he's done a great job. The, the whole team is is in sync. That's really good to see. And uh, the crowds, amazing. They're going to they're going to get bigger and bigger as the year goes on. Anyways, we have the Pizzaville trivia contest this week. Give us a call. Who won the World Cup in two thousand and six? We're going to be switching gears here and talking about the World Cup. I know we have got a call from Mike. Uh, hold on for a second, Mike. We'll get you on the air. Once again, our phone number is 416-740-0740, 1-866-740-4740. Give us a call. Tell us who won the World Cup in 2006, and you have a shot at getting a $50 Pizzaville coupon. Uh, we want to talk about the World Cup. It's the world's greatest sporting spectacle. Uh, we have a caller, Mike, who wants to talk about the World Cup. Why don't you introduce us to the topic, Mike? What's on your mind? Well, don't you just love the the, uh, the format? Do you think of the format that they use in the World Cup, where they they start off in groups and they're obviously seated? Do you think that the fact that they they're not really the best playing the best right from the start? You think that actually encourages? Uh, well, it actually encourages discussion on the on the on the game the way it goes, you know, and and it it means it creates fan interest. What do you think of that? Uh, the World Cup is uh, is what it is. I mean, they have they have a, a criteria for for selecting teams all around the world, and uh, they try to seed them and balance them as best they can, and then they've got the luck of the draw. Uh, yeah, but in the early going, they have you know you can tolerate a tie. In the in the group stages, and it's just a matter of I think it's I think it's great for a lot of countries because they're not they're not it's not a one shot knockout deal, and you you can maintain some sort of dignity at least for a week or two, you know, yeah. when you're still in it, I, and you can still dream. Yeah, you know? and that's you know that's no question about that. I, I find the first stage of the World Cup to be intriguing at times. Um, because some of the at times some of the some of the world powers really have to struggle 
to get through and you get these you know the classic example Cameroon the classic example is Italy Cameroon in 1982 um you How know about Italy North Korea oh don't remind no no you had to, that was 19 that was 1966 uh, that that's still a sore spot and I was only a youngster at the time and you know Italy's had a problem with the Koreans over the years they seem to be our, our Achilles heel but uh the, you know the first group stage is interesting especially the the last day the last day uh when when the when the when the in the foursome the they've got one the the, ga- the two games are going on at the same time and they're sort of the coaches are trying to figure out what's going in the other game. And I remember there, I can't remember which game. I think it was. I think it was Italy, Mexico, or Italy, some other team in some Mexico. World Cup. And they Mexico. just stopped playing. Yeah, they just stopped playing with six minutes to go because if they had a tie, they both went through. So they just they just basically just passed the ball to themselves. And you know what's funny about that? They <laughs> were shaking hands before the game was over because <laughs> they already knew what had happened in the. Uh, in the other game that was probably being pay, played about three four hundred miles away. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's it's so un-North American. Well, yeah, but well, that's American is win at all costs. But at the World Cup, at some in some stages, it's don't lose at all costs. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, they right. weird. yeah you know every every uh, and thanks for your call, Mike. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know every every team has you know has tactical the, the you know the every every coach has and every. Every soccer nation tends to have a different philosophy about uh, about these things, and, and you know, and a lot of them just play for draws because they figure that's the way they just want to get through the first group stage, and then and then after after that they change their philosophy. But uh, it's certainly going to be an interesting World Cup. Go check out. Um, uh, we wrote an interesting piece on our on the Naz and Wally website, nazandwally.ca. Uh, about uh, about the World Cup and and uh, some of the predictions, some of the teams to watch out for, and uh, and certainly which teams are the favorites. You've got some great players, Messi and uh, Neymar and Ronaldo, and we see what they do. Naz, what are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for uh, the first game, England and Italy. That should be a classic for sure. I don't think either team will. Uh will do well in this tournament. I don't think they're going to end up in the final four or anything. England England is going to have a real difficult time in that group. Anyways, we um we've got to go to commercial. Give us a call. Uh we'll be right back. We'll be talking a little bit more World Cup. Um Pizzaville contest of the week. Who won the World Cup in 2006? Give us a call. That's still up for grabs. And we'll see you right after our commercial break. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville asked, how much loyalty is there in the world anymore? Well, about 14 inches, we figure. Introducing Pizzaville's new loyalty programme. After your sixth order, you'll receive a large 14-inch pizza of your choice free with your seventh order. You scratch our back, we feed your face. Find out more at pizzaville.ca. That's pizzaville.ca. At 20,000 square feet, Steel's Paint and Woodbridge is Canada's largest independent paint store. Big deal, right? Big deal? Yes. The best brands, the best staff, the best advice, the best of everything. From color matching to brand selection, whether you're a pro or a DIYer, we'll look after you from the minute you walk in to the minute you walk in a second time as a completely satisfied customer. Big store, big deal, bigger satisfaction. Simple. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. 
At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour is a paid program. Opinions expressed on the show are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. Are they ever wrong about sports? I can answer that in two words. Impossible. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. And welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Just before we went to break, Naz, we were talking about the World Cup. And once again, uh, callers, give us a call. Uh, area code 416-740-0740-1866-740-4740. And uh, you, Naz and you and I both agree the game of the week is England-Italy. Uh, but before we get into an analysis of that game, uh, World Cup's always a special time. It is, it's yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the world's greatest Sporting spectacle. It's called the beautiful game. Unfortunately, the beautiful game is mired in a lot of controversy right now, over its controversial decision to uh, to award the World Cup. I believe it's 2022 to Qatar, and that seems to have created a whole bunch of scandal because nobody nobody understood why it had been awarded to Qatar. In we the do first now. <laughs> I think I think we can read between the lines and all those millions of documents that. Uh, that that uh, uh, UK newspaper came up with, I, I and uh, I, d- I did notice on a on a site this morning that one of the one of the chief sponsors of the World Cup, Sony, has has told FIFA that they want an investigation, um, and I would presume that a lot of big money sponsors don't want to be associated with uh, with a spectacle that's going to be controversial or uh, not clean in any respect. Yeah, there's a lot of corruptness in soccer. Uh, fixing, match fixing, uh, it's been going on for years. Referees getting paid off, uh, players getting paid off in the lower divisions and even in the higher divisions. And how do you stop it? And and this this one here, they're gonna they're gonna overturn that, and it'll be somewhere else. The World Cup will be somewhere else. I, and I agree with your uh, with your conclusion there, Naz. Um, it was reported that uh, how how the how it was awarded to Qatar in two thousand and twenty two, and apparently one of the big 
bidders for that World Cup was the United States, and they threw everybody at FIFA. They had Bill Clinton. They had uh, Brad Pitt, uh, a who's who of American celebrities, and they were over uh, in the country when they were awarding. And when I, I read this, when Bill Clinton found out it had been awarded to Qatar, apparently he went back to his hotel room and started throwing things at the wall. It's, wow. it's, because I'm sure being the politician that he – that the, 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 the great politician that he was, he had uh, figured out very quickly what had transpired. Yeah. So I, I'm – I'm going to call it, and I think everybody else is going to call it. You, you won't see the World Cup in no, Qatar no in 2022, way. and I think you'll see it in the United States. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, get it in the United States. I'd love to go see a couple of matches down in the States. Anyways, getting back to this World Cup, um, we're going to start seeing all those flags flying out of people's cars this they're, week. They're already starting. They're already starting. Um, I think the absentee rate goes up in uh, certain employment uh, places. Uh, so, so people suddenly acquire World Cup fever. And, and the bars are <laughs> packed. I wonder and why. Bar, and the bars are packed and the office buildings are, are empty. So, But it's a great time. Everybody has a great time. I'm... Uh, uh, you maybe you know I can explain to my listeners right now. I'm sitting here with my Paolo Maldini shirt t- uh, today, and my uh, I'm not wearing the Azzurri, but I'm wearing the white version of the uh, of of the Italian national. So I'm really looking forward. England, Italy, uh, Italy, um, both coming into the World Cup. It's the match of the week as far as I'm concerned. Both coming into the World Cup uh, in some controversy. Um, Italians lost Montalivo to an injury, but they brought, they've got this young guy, Verratti, that I think... My kids it, are really hurt by that, Montalivo. Being <laughs> they don't they, like I, him. They don't like him? Nah. I think this Verratti kid uh, uh, may, may surprise. I think the, the, the analysis of the Italian team, they'll go as far as Balotelli takes them. Yeah. Uh, he's, the, he's the wild card in that team. And, um, and uh, unfortunately, they've got some legs with a lot of mileage on them. Pirlo and De Rossi in the heat of Brazil. We'll see what happens. Great but the players. Italians are they, all, were, they are great players. The Italians are always dangerous. But I see them take I see them taking England in this game. I really do. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I I don't think Italy do well overall, even though I'm pulling for them being an Italian myself. But uh in England, I'm not sure about their team. They seem to have a lot of holes in their team. Buffon Buffon Buffon, the goalie for Italy, seems like he's fifty-five years he's old. 55, we were, I know, we yes. were talking Come about. On, he's thirty-six well, he years like, old. I know he's thirty-six, but and it seems I'm like he's remind, been playing forty I'm, years. He's been playing a long time, but I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind you that Italy won the World Cup in 1982 with Dino Zoff, who was forty years old at the time, and their captain. So, if you use that as as the as the uh, as the measuring stick. Buffon's still a youngster. A youngster. Hey, he's still a youngster. Okay, he's still got four years to go. Anyways, we've got on the line. We, uh, we're just going to uh, turn it over to uh, to a discussion about the U.S. Open next Sunday, which is always one of my exciting golf events of the year. One, two with the Masters anyways. And uh, we'll, be, we'll talk a little bit more World Cup before the show's over. Anyways, we've got on the line Quentin Lutz. Quentin Lutz is a director of Golf Magazine. He's a Raider uh, for Golf Magazine, rates the top 100 courses of the world. Uh, he's also uh, a founder of an American golf society called the Outpost Club, of which I happen to be a member of as well, uh, is a student of the game, loves quality golf courses. And Quentin, are you with us? Yes, nice to be with you. Great to, great to have you, Quentin. Thanks for coming on. Um, 
you're, you're certainly uh, have an appreciation for some of the great golf courses of the world. You've played them all. Uh, next Sunday is U.S. Open Sunday. They're playing Pinehurst number two. Uh, tell us, Quentin, uh, why is Pinehurst number two a great golf course? Well, I think it's going to be really interesting um, this uh, this year, especially because for the first time, the USGA is going to have both the uh, the men's and the women's opens in back to back weeks. So I think that's pretty unique. And the way they've got the course set up uh, with the restoration just completed by uh, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw, uh, it's going to be spectacular. They've they've done so much work to the course. I think they've restored it back to the way Donald Roth has envisioned. Now, Donald Ross was one of the great golf architects of all time. Um, What are the the, what are the uh, uh, things you will see when when listeners are watching the U.S. Open next weekend and the week after? What's peculiar, or what's uh, what's Donald Ross's stamp on golf courses? What makes Pinehurst different? Well, I think the uh, the pros will tell you it's the greens. I mean, uh, Pinehurst Number Two has always been known for uh, the green complexes, and um, much like Augusta, you just don't want to be in the wrong spot on on these greens. Um, Mike Davis, who's the setup guy for uh, USGA, has has clearly defined quadrants on the greens and where he's going to be placing the pin placements. So, I think it's going to be real real interesting and. The pros are going to see a completely different course than what they saw back in 1999. The difficulty of the course, I find the U.S. Opens to be very, very difficult uh, every year, and I see a lot uh, sometimes plus scores for the four rounds. Right? How do you see it this year? You know, that's a good question. I, I think there's not going to be the sort of rough that we're accustomed to seeing at U.S. Opens, and and that's a big difference. What? What you are going to see is these unmaintained areas, which you know Bill Core calls the stuff. I don't know if you captured it in, in the golf magazine recently, but he has some interesting things to say about how the players are going to receive this wire grass, and you're going to see some very unusual lies. And I think it'll it's going to create havoc of its own for the players. Now, one thing I've read about Pinehurst and what I've seen is the the contours of the green. It's sometimes are they what do they call them bowls or they're concave or it's very difficult holding greens because they they the ball hits on and it kicks off. Is that is that a feature that's uh, that Pinehurst is known for? Absolutely. The, the player when he's sitting out on the fairway sees a, a massive green complex. A lot of these greens are you know twelve thousand square feet. 14,000 square feet, but you're actually aiming to an area that's, you know, a couple hundred square feet in diameter, because if you hit it in the wrong spot, it, it'll bound, you know, bound off the side or off the green and could, could end up in a, you know, difficult uh, pitching spot, you know, off the green. Now, how, uh, have you been, have you played Pinehurst in the, uh, in the recent past? Yeah, I was just there in October and I saw a lot of the, uh, the U.S. Open, uh, T complexes and some some of the holes that we really want to watch are uh, first of all number four, which is a par five for the guests, and it's they've made it a par four for the open, and they've extended number five to nearly six hundred yards, uh, and they're going to play that as a par five. 
Um, and then, and then they added a T to number six, which is the par three, and that's 220 yards into this really small green. So it, it's going to be really interesting. Those those three holes are completely different than what they would have experienced in the past. Whose game would you think suits this course? I, you know, you got to hit high here. Um, so I think that the the guys that you know, Rory's got a good shot. I mean, he's he seems to be now that. Uh, he's got his personal affairs in order. I think he's he's going to have a good run. Uh, but I, I, you know, Phil Mickelson, thats the guy that you want to root for. He he hits the ball really high. He's he's having a pretty decent week this week um, at down, down at the FedEx. So I expect him to do well, and he'll be the crowd favorite, no doubt. Anyways, we've had uh, we've had with us today Quentin Lutz, director of Golf Magazine, uh, familiar with more uh, all the best golf courses in the world, and certainly a student of golf courses. Quentin, wish we had more time with you. We'll certainly get you back on the show to talk about great golf courses. Uh, have a great time watching the U.S. Open, and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks for coming on. Thank see you, you Quentin. Well. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Anyways, that was Quentin Lutz uh, telling us a little bit about Pinehurst. Uh, We're going to go to break now. We'll come back with our golf wisdom segment, and we'll be announcing our Pizzaville Trivia Contest of the Week winner and uh, the answer to the uh, trivia question. It wasn't Greece. Anyways. Talk to you Steel's in Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge, the best. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario and the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7, striving to inspire you at every turn. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when my wife accused me of having an affair. How could I tell her that I was hopelessly in love with extra-thin crust pizza from Pizzaville? I didn't ask for this to happen. It was so thin, so delicate, so delicious... I can't bear to share it with my wife. She wants me to see a counsellor, but I don't want to share it with him either. 
Call Pizzaville for an extra thin crust pizza at 736-3636. They never argue sports. They just explain while they're always correct. The boys are back. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. The new AM740. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We'll be announcing shortly the winner of the uh, Pizzaville Trivia Contest for the week and the $50 gift coupon. And before we go to our Golf Wisdom segment, I just want to remind our listeners that here at the Naz and Wally Sports Hours, we are big supporters of a, of a very, uh, very unique charitable organization. It's called the Foundation Fighting Blindness. They're doing some fantastic work restoring vision to... Um, to, to hundreds of thousands of Canadians, some groundbreaking research. The advancements they've made in this area in the last 15 years are remarkable. Um, they are really, really helping people recover from the emotional and devastating effects of eye disease and eyesight impairment. Please support the Foundation Fighting Blindness. You can check them out at www.ffb.com. CA. Anyways, it's time for our golf wisdom segment. Sean, are you with us? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm awesome. It's a beautiful day here in Montreal. Hopefully it's the same where you guys are. You watching the race today? Uh, I haven't uh, haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> I understand uh, it's Formula One weekend in Montreal, is it not? Um, that's a good question. I, I'll have to, I'll I, have I think, to I think it is. Yeah. You're going right by your hotel, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why all the wives in Toronto are all happy this weekend because the husbands are all out of town. They got rid of them for the weekend. Anyway, Sean, this week um, in in your golf wisdom segment, just to remind our listeners, Sean Clement, you can find him on YouTube. He's got some great stuff, Sean. And my only complaint is you create videos way too fast. I can't keep up. I don't have enough time to watch all the stuff that you're putting on, and it's all fantastic stuff. But this week you want to talk about drills. Yes, sir. Let, tell us a little bit about golf drills. Okay, so uh, the, the one I want to talk about in particular is the very best golf drill you can possibly do for, for your swing. It's called the feet together drill. And so, you know, we talked about how in, in, in a posture, in a good posture in golf, you're, you're, it's basically you're, you're, you're getting into a position like you're going to throw a sandbag into the back of a pickup truck. So there's a there's this wonderful protrusion of the posterior, and you feel how your glutes and quads with a good knee flex are applying pressure to the arches of your feet. The arches of your feet are like suction cups, applying suction to the ground. So when you bring both feet together, it creates, and you, you feel both arches together, it, it makes like one suction cup. And your brain feels this, this limited uh, uh, setup and this limited platform and now it has to go into survival mode. What's really cool about that, you keep the knees together on top of your feet. As you start swinging back, the weight of your arms, about 20% of your body weight is the arms and club. Well, something has to go in the opposite direction to counterbalance you. You're going to feel that your posterior, your butt, is going to swivel towards the target. So you're going to feel a nice swivel. It's, it's like an Egyptian hip twist and belly dancing. I'm and, sure all of you know all about that. <laughs> we sure do. And Sean <laughs> and, and our listeners can find that Feet Together Drill on your YouTube site? Yeah. So they go to Feet Together Drill, Sean Clement. They'll see that. They'll see exactly what I'm talking about. 
And and, I'm, and I must say it's one of my it's one of my favorite drills. Uh, you taught this one to me about uh, about four years ago, and you also taught me to do it in a your feet together. And you have another you have another twist to the drill is do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. Um, so when when you do that, your 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 brain has no no choice but to put your body in the correct positions. Uh, so you will feel the proper rotation of your hips under your pelvis. You'll feel the proper rotation of your legs. And the cool part is that you cannot shift side to side. So the center of your swing remains in place, and the bottom of your swing where the club hits the ground is going to hit the ground in a very consistent spot. Your ball striking will immediately improve and your direction. So any time you have issues with direction or ball striking, go to that feet together drill. And, and be aware of the differences and the similarities of, of what your swing is like feet apart versus feet together. So what we do is we have our students do four or five shots feet together, then four or five shots feet apart, and then change clubs and do that again. And it's remarkable what will happen to your golf swing. Just a fantastic drill. And the amazing part about when you, when you do that drill and you first start doing it is how off balance how difficult it is <laughs> yes. to retain your balance and you realize how off balance you are in your regular swing. And, and it goes back to what you're trying to teach, which is you're trying to teach feel. Yes. You're trying to teach using momentum and gravity, and you're, you're, you're away from putting students in specific positions. Correct. And, and that this, this drill teaches you how to feel the correct positions. And like you said, balance. If you don't have balance in your swing, that's a major short circuit. When we learned how to walk as as kids, we fell down a bunch. It's a good thing we were. I'm still falling down. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you haven't gone to the Richmond Hill Golf that's Learning right, Center, right. otherwise you'd 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 start improving your game. Yeah, guys. but that's not the reason I'm falling down. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, once again, we've had Sean Clement on uh, on the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Uh, giving us his golf wisdom. Uh, please check Sean out if you want to improve your game. He's really got some revolutionary stuff. You want to feel a golf swing? This is your man, Sean Clement on YouTube. More high-quality videos than you'll find anywhere on the Internet. His website, www.wisdomingolf.com. Join. You'll be part of a community of almost 20,000 golfers. Or you want to see him in person, make a call. The Richmond Hill Golf Learning Center. If you're serious about golf, if you want to improve your game, this is the man you need to go see. Sean, always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Sean. Have, Have an a, awesome day. You same too. Same to you. Talk right. to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyways, Naz, it's time. It's time to announce our Pizzaville Trivia Contest of the Week winner. And uh, what was the answer to the, the question? The correct answer was... Italy, the Azzurri. 2006. I remember that like penalty shots. Penalty shots. Fabio Grosso uh, putting in the winner and uh, making. What happened that game, Wally? Well, we don't want to talk about that. We, we want to stay positive. It was controversial in uh, in overtime. One of the great uh, one of the great players in history, uh, Zidane, um, did something he probably regrets, and may or may not have cost his team a World Cup. Don't know, but. Uh, these things happened. I'm a big Azzurri fan, so um, you know, it turned out the best for uh, for for all the people in uh, that want to celebrate on Woodbridge Avenue or on St. Clair, and hopefully, we'll have another celebration this uh, this Saturday night. But, anyways, who's the contest winner? The winner is Kathleen Bodden 
from Hamilton, Ontario, who is the correct, well, she had the correct answer. Italy, 2006. Anyways, Kathleen, thanks very much. You'll be getting a call from us. We're making arrangements to deliver that gift certificate. Enjoy the enjoy uh, the menu items at Pizzaville. You'll uh, it's great stuff. And uh, and uh, thanks for calling in and and uh, and doing that. Anyways, want to get back, wrap it up, England and Italy. It's going to be a fantastic game this uh, this Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Can you Saturday imagine night at Saturday 6 night? Uh, if Italy wins, uh, better reserve your seat on Woodbridge Avenue right now or on St. Clair. It's going to be a party festival. Um, I'm foreseeing probably a draw of some kind. Uh, probably when they open, when these big uh, big teams open tournaments, they sort of. They sort of take their time easing into it, and uh, it's probably going to be a very tactical match, zero zero one one something like that. Yeah, I see. I see Italy winning that game, uh, but a, a one goal game, of course. But uh, they're going to win that game. And the rest of the World Cup, like we said, starts this Thursday. We've got. Uh, I think it's going to be a fascinating World Cup. Um, the top teams appear to be Spain, of course. Uh, yeah, that's my pick is Spain. They are certainly have been the quality of soccer for good since I guess for for good six years now. Yeah, yeah, they, been, uh, they you know they were so impressive in the Euro Cup too. They absolutely dismantled Italy in the final in the Euro, Euro Cup. And uh, when when Spain gets their game yeah, going, boy, boy, do they p- play a possession game? They they play that ball like it's on a string, and you're chasing them around the whole game. Their their speed too, it's speed, incredible. ball possession, control, technical ability. Uh, they're a team that really really has it all. Um, maybe getting a little bit uh, a little bit of miles on some of those guys, but they seem to be able to bring in some some young player. Brazil. Don't uh, know what's going to happen with them. Uh, they're playing they're, at they're, home. They're the favorites. But... They're the favorites. Confederation Cup winners. Um, got one of the best players in the world. A few of them. Neymar. Um, always always a threat. Always play a fantastic game. They play soccer the way everybody else. Wants to play it. It's an attacking game. Sometimes they leave a little bit to to be desired on the back end, and sometimes that 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 costs them. The player I love to watch, and I don't really like his his antics, but he is a tremendous player. Is Ronaldo from uh, Portugal? I wonder how he's going to do in the uh, in this World Cup. I have a I have a just a gut feeling he's going to break out. I don't know why I say that, but I think he's going to finally break out in the World Cup. Well, he certainly had an incredible year uh, with uh, with Real. Um, um, noticed on some of the reports that he, he's fighting a little bit of tendonitis, I believe, in in his knee or or whatever. So hopefully he's fit. Hopefully, I'd like to, you know, him. He's obviously one of the top players in the world, and you want to see the best play at their best because when the best. Uh, are playing to their capabilities. It's really an incredible thing to watch. So we'll yeah, be watching. Some, we'll be watching Ronaldo. I'm not so sure about the Portuguese team. I'd call them a uh, an outsider. There, um, I don't know how much quality exists on that team outside of Ronaldo. But we'll certainly keep an eye on. Them. Watch for the Germans. Never count the Germans out unless they have to play Italy. That's true. Because <laughs> they can't beat Italy. Okay, but if they don't have to face Italy at any point in time, watch out for the Germans. And Italy can't beat the Koreans, so. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we don't want to go back to that, please. Uh, So Germany is certainly a team to watch. Uh, I'm going to be watching Argentina. I think think it's a South American team that's going to win this. It may not be Brazil. Uruguay, if Suarez 
is fit. Watch out for them. Uh, Chile's a good team. Uh, I think it's a South American team's going to win this World Cup. Um, and Argentina's got an, so much talent up front. Um, I thank they're, God they they're don't my have Diego favorite. Maradona. Anyways, we're done for the Nazimali Sports Hour. We'll see you again here next Sunday, Father's Day, and we'll be talking about England, Italy next Sunday morning. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.